Welcome to the Rooted Business Podcast. I'm Rachel, your intentional marketing architect. I'm Jess, your systems and ops guru. This podcast will talk through our experiences as seasoned business owners, open up about our triumphs and challenges. We'll share candid conversations and invaluable insights to help you establish a business that stands the test of time. Together, we've navigated the ups and downs of running a successful online business, and we know firsthand the importance of finding harmony in your hustle. All right. Hello and welcome back. <laughs> we are here after, I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever, but I know it's only been about it's a week. Been a week. We took a week off last week to enjoy, I guess, the holiday weekend and yeah, shift some things around. Rachel's watching her nephew, which is why we built our businesses in the first place, just to be able to have the freedom and flexibility to shift our schedules where we need it. So I'm glad we honored that and enjoyed our long weekend did you take actually take a long weekend or did you use it to catch up on some work a little bit of both I was like when I felt inspired I jumped on and would get something done really quick and then when I was done and bored I just logged off but for the most part I was like I'm gonna respect because we're gonna record this on Monday and I said let's be good business owners and not and so I think that's like (laughs) me honoring my boundaries there yeah, I like not having commitments, but I also like having the freedom on the weekends to get ahead if I choose to or be able to get ahead if I take off. I think so many people like emphasize, don't work on the weekends, take this yeah. off. And like for me personally, I don't mind working six or seven days a week if I'm like only working shorter days and I have the flexibility to like run as well. Yeah, so my brain stops working on weekends. <laughs> That's awesome. um, today we're going to be talking about a another a topic we haven't we've touched on briefly probably in every episode, but um, today we're going to be doing like a little deeper dive into um, like spirituality and the tools that we pull in from the like spiritual space to help us stay grounded and grow in our business. Yeah, I think there's quite a few tools that both you and I use and then even like reflecting on how we met and all of that like it was all through these kind of non-business more spiritual side of things so that we can really ground down and make sure we're not losing our brains while we're going through this crazy journey yeah yeah so if you missed it in episode one rachel and i met in a manifestation group it was a random group we joined in facebook just to give you the quick thing where it was based on gala darling's morning manifestation principles and we'd speak into the universe our affirmations attention and desires every single morning and i attribute that group to me not giving up much that first year because that first year of stepping out on your own is so hard but i think immediately we also noticed that we have other um things in common like i see rachel playing her cards every morning i love to pull my card as well i actually like i pulled a card right before here and so it has brilliant idea this is our card for us so unless your idea is divinely guided please take action to bring your idea to fruition Oh my gosh. And when you like, for people who maybe don't pull cards, I feel like I get a lot of validation and like guidance. And if that is not validation that 
this podcast has been so much fun just to record, just to talk and explore this side of a different marketing channel. Like, brilliant idea. I love that. Yeah. And this one actually, like, I'm super weird. Like, this one actually popped out of the deck when I was walking. Like, I was walking and it just, like, fell on the floor. And I was like, oh, this is our car. And I think it's relevant. I know you're working on some new ideas. I've definitely got some new ideas work. And this podcast is just a new idea. So it's great to see that we are on the right track, according to you. Do you have any other things that you lean into on a regular basis? I notice most when I get stuck or when I get like brain fog and all of that, I always go to journaling and meditation. Those are like my two. I wish I'm like more structured in it. I've tried to follow like the artist's way, but that's so hard to get up immediately and start writing. But yeah, journaling and meditation have been like two of the biggest like tools for breaking through when I am like the most stuck, the most blocked and all of that. I do journal sometimes for me. It's very hard for me to sit still. I mm-hmm. starts then I talk fast, I'm fast. So most of the time, and it's not about, it's got about getting like the excess energy, like out of my body so that I can sit still and yeah. think. So that's where my yoga practice just comes into play, like a place where I'm not like meditating, like can't do it, not just sit there. It's never going to happen. But getting into pose and like contorting myself into these weird positions and having to concentrate on one thing and hold it, I get so much just like clarity and space. I almost want to have like a notebook next to my yoga mat because like the thoughts that are, I mean, being able to like, slow down because it's trying to focus on holding that pose is something great for me um and i also just love to go on walks in nature anything where i'm moving my body and maybe not listening to podcast or not listening to this on the phone but just kind of walking so that my body has something else to concentrate on and that kind of gives me the space to have those great thoughts not uncommon for me to pull out my phone and start voice recording thoughts that are you know, coming to the surface as I'm walking. But yeah, anything sitting still, uh, the issue for me. I just got my, I don't know if you can see it back there, just got my walking pad. So I've been walking and working and I thought it was going to be really hard to do, but it actually, like, I know I'm like two weeks into my walking pad and I think I'm like up to about maybe like an hour of walking like a day I'd like to get more in but sometimes I just overheat and I'm like I just I need to sit down but I find it so fascinating that I am more lean more towards like the still meditations but my yoga teacher will always tell me like what we're doing here is move a moving meditation so like going through the processes aligning your breaths with each mo like movement and everything so you're still meditating. It's just moving. Yeah. In addition, I don't even know if you get this. So I am certified yoga teacher, but I'm also Ayurveda. And Ayurveda has a lot to do. Ayurveda therapist. Mm-hmm. So Ayurveda has a lot to do with just like balancing out like the elements. So like earth, your earth element, your fire element, your wind element. So vada, a lot of wind, a lot of movements. That's what I contain. Like you're made up of all of it. You'll have different like compositions like earth. I'm going to guess that Rachel's a little more earthy than I am, and I'm a little more winded and grounded just by the way she speaks and the way that I speak, which is a lot fast. So it's all about finding 
applying the opposite to find the balance. So if you're finding, and I was thinking this this week, like signs that your business may need a little more grounding energy into it, which when I think of grounding energy, I think about being like a lot more like intentional and planful. Is if you're having a bunch of ideas, but like struggling to get started, then you need to like apply some grounded. But in the same way, like if you have too much grounding energy, maybe you're just stuck in like that day to day and like, um, you can't like, you need like the motivation to move forward and yeah. then you might need some ideas or inspiration and what can you find, what business tools or even spiritual tools can you tap into to invite some like fire and determination where I think like goal setting, like public accountability and stuff, is that more like fiery element yeah. of it? So what can you do to like, pull yourself like forward out of that grounded state? Um, so I've been thinking a lot about how do I classify the different like processes and things that we do in our business from like an energetic standpoint so that we can apply the opposite and find that balance and move forward at a steady balance rate. Oh, I love that. I've never even considered how you can drill down into each process and assign like the type of energetic like level and all of that. I I'm fascinated. We need to like I need to know what you've I need to see it in your notion, essentially, like how you <laughs> turned this because, yeah. Did, if that's so these are the thoughts that come to me during a yoga class. And like, but the problem is sometimes too, is like after yoga, it's gone. I've been able to write it down immediately. But like, I need to remember this because this was such an energetic breakthrough of you. Oh, like uh, I need more grounding energy. In my, I feel like that's planning where, you yes. know, goals are by yourself. That's kind of fascinating because my space like that is like the shower or when I'm driving. I have the most incredible ideas flow to me in those two places. And then I like step out of the car or the shower and gone. I'm like, what is that? It's fascinating to me, but I don't know. I'd love to be able to capture those and do voice notes, but it's fascinating how it just, it's like a safe space and your brain flows freely and then I know I just, feel like it's for a while I would wake up very early into the like artist way and write mm-hmm. down and I feel like that they say that like that quiet time between four and six which is really early I know but four and six like the the veil is like thinner so you know Abrams like get those like inspirational downloads better time change is coming it might be easier for you to wake up earlier so maybe you wake up and Try to do some journaling and see what comes out. A morning girl. Then not a morning person at all. <laughs> do your voice know. So another thing that Rachel and I connected over was human design. I think, I don't know if it just came out in 2020, but like in 2020 was definitely when it like, like blew up essentially. Blew yeah. Essentially. If you're not familiar with human design, it is when I explain it, when I say this, it's going to sound super basically like a guy got a download. I don't know. I think from an angel. Don't quote me on that. I am not a human design expert. I've only done self-study and read a couple books about it, but got a download about the system. Um, and the way, the reason why it attracted to me to it is because it combined a lot of the like other spiritual systems that I was already aware of, but into one thing. So it has elements of Ayurveda in it. It has elements of like Chinese medicine, mm-hmm. or elements like Buddhism and all of that, like elements of astrology. 
kind of like all of it combined. And yeah, when I first started awesome. reading it, I was like, oh, my whole, if you want to look it up, go. There's plenty of resources on that. Uh, we can create, maybe put them in the show notes. But for this purpose, just sharing, I am a manifesting generator. I report for one manifesting generator with a sacral response. And Rachel is a <laughs> manifester, three, five profile. My inner authority is emotional. And um, mm-hmm. Jess knows way more about this stuff than I do. I have read through more of the manifester side of things that I'm like, yep, yep. Like it, it all hits and it connects into the right places. How to implement and utilize foreign. It's so foreign to me, but I've explored other accounts and stuff. And it's incredible when you live in your design, the like way things just fall into place. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is one of the things that I love most about human design and both Ayurveda is there's so much compassion that we are like all unique and we're all like made up of different elements and the way that those elements manifest in you and your body like present different challenges operating from a get up and go level and so I found so much compassion for myself being like oh no this is how like, there's nothing wrong with you, but like this is your energetic blue player. And there are things that you can do to kind of balance yourself out. So noticing when I do need to get more grounded, that sort of thing. Um, but one of the main things that kind of go against the green in human design is your like strategy for bringing things to the world. Yeah. Because a lot of that we are taught with the just do it mentality, like just make it happen, just do it. Where in reality, according to human design, like only manifestors can just do it. And that is Rachel. <laughs> like 10 per- I have no idea. Like 10% of population. It's not a lot. Rest are yeah. generators or projectors for the most part where you're going to have to wait to respond. You know, if you have an idea for me, and I need to take this on advice and write it on board, is like, if you have a good idea, because I have them every day, do not go create the offer, create the website, create the landing page, do that all in one day. Because with my energy, I can do it. Yeah. But it will pull me off course and it is not meant to be. The correct response to be is exactly what happened with this podcast. I had an idea that I wanted to do a podcast forever. It was on my annual plan, um, just sitting there in my Notion project board. But I didn't do anything with it. And I knew that I wanted a co-host and Rachel and I connected like randomly and the idea to aspirate, can you give everyone a go? It's just like randomly popped in my head. Um, so like I responded to like an idea in the moment that I had, um, rather than just having the idea and making it happen. It's like my ideas need to marinate on the shelf for a little bit. And then I can take that idea once it, I respond to it in like a physical form. If I get a gut sensation of a yes, which for me, I get the zoomies, I run around, that sort of thing like a sacral response of yes to actually do it. And Rachel, because she had this question for me, she sent it to me, of what does it mean to inform? But yeah. so my strategy is to bring things to the world is to wait time. Rachel's strategy is to inform, which for me, I think informing looks like when you have an idea, like sharing it. Also from a marketing capacity, I think it is like, taking people like behind the build of the project, like showing them like your thought process of getting it. 
so that they're you're informing them along the way so that you bring them along with you because a lot of times I feel like manifestors are going to be like leading the charge. So that's what I've gotten from it. Yeah, I think because I've done some research on this and obviously like the strategy to inform plus my right angle cross of tension <laughs> feel really the stars wanted to make my life very difficult. <laughs> I've researched on like the cross of tension and it's literally say breaking the molds, like sharing those kind of aspects of quo. And I could be wrong on that, but that literally is how I've approached email marketing in general, where people have this mindset of like email marketing as very much like spammy, less blast. And I've always approached it like this is a person on the other end. And not a lot of people teach that kind of like customer journey, like the intentional side of it, like the nurturing side, the human side of marketing. And it's one of those things that I've always journaled about, like in the sense of, really making sure that my values come through as I do not ever want to manipulate someone using marketing. And I think that is like the opposite of what people do with marketing. And I don't know, I guess the validation of, yeah, you're going to piss some people off. You're not going to always be well received. Like that's there and it's reassuring. But it's also very difficult to run a business. <laughs> Only a certain amount of people connect with that message because they're not. And then I always live by the mantra, like people receive what they're ready for. And that's how I know my audience connects with me who are ready for that message, not the ones that are like, yeah, I actually do want to spam people or I don't care how salesy I come off. I need the money kind of thing. I don't want to attract those people. That align, like at least with what you know about the what is it called? Like the incarnation crosses? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I had to just look mine up with my incarnation. And it is the, it's the cross of shock. Oh, well, I'm supposed to shock people, which I think sometimes I do have a tendency to like say things that like elicit, basically I'm supposed to like shock people out of like their way of operating and, and call them up into like a new way of being. Yeah. So I'm glad I'm a podcaster now because I can like talk and shock people. <laughs> but, but I also have one, and if anyone's a human design person, message me is that I'm a four one, which means like fixed fate. And for what I understand, like I can't mix anything up. Like I'm just like this fixed ride. I love that. That's a beautiful <laughs> affirmation or mantra. Yeah. I can't mess this up. Like you yeah, can't throw. I have fixed faith, which is like a very rare thing. So, yeah, I do like to lean into human design. I also like to lean into Ayurveda as just a way of, of operating in a way that is balanced with my soul. Yeah. 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 The human design, if anybody listens to this and is actually familiar with more of this than we are, please fact check us. You can message us because we're so fascinated by this. Maybe we'll even bring someone mm -hmm. on there to actually talk to us about this in a knowledge kind of like lab this is from our own experimentation of what works for me my what works what i know about myself is i'm going to have a million ideas and i was talking about this with one of my clients yesterday i have learned this so many times of like when i try to force things to make happen which it did again goes against the grade of anything we're trying to create business they tell you create your offers go out there and market your offers do this 
But for me, it's I find more success of like just surrendering. That is like as long as I'm sharing my passion, sharing like knowledge, even from content creation, like I've been leaning way more into content creation, being more consistent with Instagram. But I find that I get better responses when I'm responding to something, either I'm creating content that's like in response to like client questions I've got or things that are actually happening rather than trying to be like super strategic and map out an entire funnel and eco like all of the like content web and stuff like that. And I want to find a way to balance that because I know that both are relevant. Yeah. Totally. I think that was like that brought up a TikTok and I tried to find it for this call where it brought up this like a lot of the people you see that go like viral and have like big energy and like those content creators that just have this like type of attraction space. They all are certain design um, from like the human design perspective. I tried to find it. I couldn't get into it. But I know that I think when you're starting out as a business owner or you're starting your new business or as a freelancer or whatever, and you're just trying to create these systems that work for you, but you're having like so many people yell at you like, oh, this is the path. This is the place to or the plan to do like here, buy this roadmap and blah, 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 blah. And it's really important to always lean into. And I ask my clients this, people who've been in business for years and years, I always say, what feels good to you? Like, oh, you don't want a live launch? Okay, let's reverse engineer this so that you're not using all of your energy in this space. And I think that's something that if I could go back to baby business owner Rachel, I would have her be so much more intentional about asking that question in every opportunity, like every investment, every decision that I made, because I was quite literally, if you're in the online space, you hear so many people just like shouting, this is how you run a business. And you're like, that doesn't feel good. And it gives you this like doubt and like insecurity of can I actually run a business in a different way? And the answer is yes, because literally it's your energy that's going to create the success. And if you're constantly depleted, you're going to quit, give up, all of that. So definitely one of those things that intuition, Honoring your energy alignment is, oh, I wish I could go back and tell baby, baby business, Rachel, this. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like you have to, you know, it's not what they're saying. It's, it's not that it's not valuable, but it's like you need to pick and choose and you're going to develop your own toolbox. Like we're talking yeah. about here, what is working with you? And I think for me, another big thing that I've noticed is like if I'm resisting something, instead of beating myself up about like, you're lazy or you're such a procrastinator or you're not doing less, like really going deeper and trying to identify like, why am I having so much resistance to this task? Like what part about it does not feel aligned about it so that I can make shifts that way so that it's something that you're excited and you want to show up to do. And yes, there is room. It's everything is balance and like juxtaposition because it's like, yes, so in order to grow, you're going to have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. But there's a difference between being uncomfortable and being unaligned. And like figuring out what those two feel like in your own body is probably one of the most valuable things that you can do as a business. So. Yeah, I that brings up one of my like favorite mantras that I've like heated to myself as I've gone through business and it's like in the discomfort is where you grow. 
that doesn't mean you're hurting yourself or you're like putting yourself in like dangerous situations, but it's literally like your comfort zone is there to keep you like safe, so to speak. But you're like outside of your comfort zone is where you get challenged and where you learn and where you grow. And I think it's one of those things that if you just embrace feeling a little bit uncomfortable because that's business, baby. Like it's one of those things that you get used to that discomfort a little bit and you're more willing to step outside and try something new, but always coming back to that place of how did that feel for me? Oh, it felt okay. Or, oh, I think I want to try this next time. It's all about trusting yourself in the process. And unfortunately, I think there's so many people that capitalize on people not trusting themselves and being the guide and the answer towards a lot of business owners in the space. But if you can create a practice that's rooted in your intuition and trusting, oh, your body knows, then I think you can create some very smart decisions without those hefty investments that, you know, come with the business chaos. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I feel like we did like a quick roll call of our spiritual tool. We pull cards, we journal, we do yoga, try to figure out what our human design is and live that. I think that's like a constant exploration of coming into yourself. Just like Ayurveda, it's never going to be something that's finished. It's always going to be about finding growth and balance. And then you're going to grow and then you're going to get unbalanced. And it's like there is no end destination to this of finding a balanced business or even building a rooted business, which we're talking about, like you're never going to be like, I have arrived and I have a completely rooted and balanced business. It's going to be constant or balancing and rebalancing to that. Any closing thoughts, Rachel? I would love to know other practices. If you're listening to this, share some of your favorite spiritual practices that have helped you stay aligned in business. But other than that, I mean, we're rooting for you guys. And I hope you guys like our podcast so far. 